The big idea, Jesus never unintentionally reacted emotionally. Our weekly identity statement, I do not have to instinctively react to situations. I can choose the best response and learn to respond like Christ. In our memory verse, no good tree bears bad fruit, nor does a bad tree bear good fruit. Each tree is recognized by its own fruit. People do not pick figs from thorn bushes or grapes from briars. A good man brings good things out of the good stored up in his heart, and an evil man brings evil things out of the evil stored up in his heart, for the mouth speaks what the heart is full of. Luke chapter 6, verse 43 through 45. Jesus experienced a lot of feelings and emotions. He felt pain. He experienced ridicule and shame, mockery and insults. He was sensitive to women and children. He was an encourager, encouraging the people around him like John the Baptist, calling him the best man to ever walk the face of the earth, and calling Nathaniel a true Israelite in whom there is nothing false. He even called Peter the rock before he resembled anything solid. Jesus got angry, at least it appears that he did. But just like we talked about yesterday, he didn't just lose his temper, he was in control of his anger and used his anger for kingdom purposes. He cleansed the temple, which had been polluted by corruption, and ultimately, his cleansing of the temple the second time would trigger him being crucified. So his anger was always used in correlation with his mission. He never used it selfishly. Well, that's how we tend to use our emotions, for selfish reasons. We get angry and we blow up because we want to feel better. Something doesn't go our way, so we get sad because we deserved it. Jesus never did that. He never used his emotions to take advantage of a situation or a relationship. He never manipulated anyone's emotions. And I think that was for a reason. Because most of us tend to use emotions selfishly, we should pay attention to that fact. Jesus didn't use his emotions selfishly, but we do. And what should we make of that? Well, James chapter 4, verse 1 through 3. What causes fights and quarrels among you? Don't they come from your desires that battle within you? You desire, but you do not have, so you kill. You covet, but you cannot get what you want, so you quarrel and fight. You do not have because you do not ask God. When you ask, you don't receive because you ask with wrong motives, that you may spend what you get on your pleasures. Here we learn from Jesus' brother about desires. Think about that for a second, based on what we talked about earlier in this week. This is Jesus' brother. So he knew what it was to have wrong desires because he tried to use Jesus for his own advantage. And here he says, we have desires that are battling within us. He probably knows what he's talking about. We see this dramatically emphasized in our time. Jesus used his emotions to love others like himself, but we use emotions to get others to give us what we want for ourselves. Because we're addicted to the attention we get from wrongfully using our emotions, the desires that drive how we use our emotions are all wrong. This is why we get broken relationships, because we have selfish desires. We're not in relationships to love the other person. We're in them for what they do for us and how they make us feel. We take advantage of others for our own addictions. We're all a bunch of dope addicts doing the same thing that all addicts do. We steal from others to feed our own addiction. Instead of giving and living for others, we use our emotions to get what we want from them. This is not how Jesus used his emotions. 
If we're going to be like Christ in our emotions, we must change the very motives and desires behind our emotions. We cannot be driven in our emotions to get our ego stroked and our hearts padded. If we're stirred emotionally, God wants us to have the rightful desire and motive in that emotional moment, probably because he wants to work through us. He wants to love people who are in pain through us, and to do that, we need to feel the pain they're in. But we can't make the pain about us if God is going to work through it. The same is true for joy. God doesn't want us to have joy so that we feel it for ourselves, but so that others around us will feel it flowing out of our lives and want to get at the source of it for themselves. Emotion is good when it's used in line with God's purposes. When we pervert it for our selfishness, it's vile and repulsive. To be like Christ, we must learn to be selfless even in our emotional lives. Daily Scripture Focus, James chapter 4, verse 1 through 3. What causes fights and quarrels among you? Don't they come from your desires that battle within you? You desire but do not have, so you kill. You covet, but you cannot get what you want, so you quarrel and fight. You do not have because you do not ask God. When you ask, you do not receive because you ask with wrong motives, that you may spend what you get on your pleasures. As we wrap up, I encourage you to take a few minutes to think and pray through a few things. First, conceptualize. Imagine yourself being stirred emotionally in some way, with joy, sadness, etc. Now, try to see what your desires are in that emotion. Are they to get your needs met? Or is it to meet the needs of others? Second, reflect. Can you think of a time when you used emotions to get attention or something else for yourself? Third, repent. See yourself having a change of heart and a change of mind about what God has entrusted to you. And see yourself in your next emotional moment, pausing for a moment before you respond to the stimulus and asking the Father what He wants you to do through this moment. And finally, thank God. Thank God for the selfless emotions of Christ. Thank God that he has loved us when we didn't deserve it. 